Hi, Eric Lehman. Hey, Michael Brown. Car purse. Cell purse in the car. This yeah. is what's happening. I it's, know. It's, but, it's, by it's, the way, just so our listeners are well aware, I am not holding the phone. It's no. just like you'd be talking with a friend in the car. Eric is doing all the recording, everything. Absolutely. We apologize if the audio quality isn't up to our regular cell purse audio quality. I have high standards. I don't know how this is going to turn out, what it's going to sound like, but it's a mini-sode. Yeah. It's a, it's a coin purse. Coin purse. It's yeah. a so honk. Change purse? Yeah. Very honk. It's very honk. It's a change purse. Okay. Here we, here we go. So we've had... You've had... We've had an, a fun morning. You've had a bit of an emotional morning. It's been... Yeah. It's been emotional. Because... So we're going to start... We're going to talk about decluttering. Yeah. Getting rid of things in your life. We just came from your storage unit. We got rid of some things. How do you feel right now? Uh... Slight ways relieved, uh-huh. other ways sad. Mm-hmm. But then I have to remind myself that I mainly just threw out um, uh, cardboard and plastic. <laughs> so then yeah. I I feel okay. Yeah, yeah. But in general, are, are, do you find it easy to declutter to get rid of things, or do you, are you a very sentimental person when it comes to like physical items? Um, I can be sentimental when it comes to physical items, but then when I get in cleaning mode, yeah. it is like You're everything's ready to go. gotta go. Like it's gotta go, right? Yeah. Like if we had more space in my car to have taken more shit to like From throw out or something, yeah. or like because like there are books that like I'm gonna donate. Like they shouldn't just be thrown out, yeah. right? Uh, Save for Twilight, but um, <laughs> yeah, I uh, have like other stuff. Um, hold the phone. <laughs> Literally hold the phone. We're going around a corner. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, so, like, I have uh, books and stuff like that. And, um, yeah, when I get into the mode, yeah. I am, like, gotta throw shit out. Like, I really like that decluttered feeling. I love the feeling just after, like, you clean your apartment or you clean something. Yeah. Right? So It always seems so daunting before you do it, but then once you get in the mode... Yeah. Like, I will frequently have times where I will look around my apartment, and I will think to myself, is all of this shit mine? Yeah. Like, where did all of this stuff come from? And it's just random things. Knickknacks, or, like, little toys, or, like, whatever. And you're like, okay, I need to get rid of... Like, I can't believe I have so much stuff. I need to just get rid of some things. And it's always... For me, I don't know if this is the same for everybody, but I find when I start spring cleaning, or I start, like, getting rid of stuff, I, I tend to just... Pull pull everything out until there's a giant mess on the floor. Yeah. Things are like, closets are empty, chests are, you know, everything's just all over the place. And then I look at it and I go, oh my God, what have I done? How am I going to do this? Well, like, what am I, where do I even start, right? Yeah. But it does feel so good when you, then when you're done and everything goes back in its place. Yeah. And for like a week or a week and a half, you have like a nice clean, yeah. organized, and then everything goes to shit again. I find that the idea of what you just described of like pulling everything out yeah. and then going to like clean is... I, I like that mm-hmm. a lot. I love that because it forces you to address everything. If you just do like little quadrants, like it's like, no, you only end up cleaning a little bit because then once you finish the quadrant that you started, you're just yeah. like, oh, well, that's good for today. Yeah, exactly. Whereas if you literally pull out everything, it's you like have to you have to finish because yeah. you can't leave it like that. Yeah. So I also find I'm not terribly I'm sentimental about certain things but in general I find it pretty easy to like get rid of stuff or like sell items or, or you know like throw things away or donate things and I don't know if that's because like my mother's always been that way she's never been super sentimental about like um, physical goods yeah. like things that you own 
Um, so I don't know whether I sort of got that from her of like, like you keep, you know, baby photos and things like that. Yeah. You can be yeah, sentimental, yeah, yeah. but like, you know, a chair, it's like, well, I've had this chair for, no, like it's a chair, get rid of it, you know? So, okay. Um, I'm going to ask you a second question. To clarify what I threw out was I have a lot of Amiibos, which are Nintendo's little plastic, like, figures that have, like, in-game functionality. Yeah. Um, so I threw out a lot of those uh, boxes. Well, you threw out the boxes, the boxes. For Sorry, the not the Amiibos. Not the Amiibos. No, yeah. those are precious, and they're never going anywhere. No, the boxes for my Amiibos, which I've kept for over two years. And, that is um, a long time. Well, from the very first one, uh-huh. it's over two years. Um, no, oh my god, I think it's three years. I think they came out in 2014, November 2014. Yeah, so two and a bit, two and a bit years. Oh, oh yeah, entered into the third year. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So, um, but my question for you, Eric, is um, so we've just talked about like physical decluttering and everything. Yeah. What about digital declutter? Like cleaning up your computer and like your desktop and like yeah, like. How do you feel about digital declutter? By the way, we're stopping for a little air in the tires. Oh, okay. <laughs> because because my we tire want to survive light. to make it home. Well, it's just like the tire pressure light is on. I'm like, oh, yeah, I really think it could use a little air. So, sure. You know. So we'll, we'll, we'll wrap this up. The first segment, at least, by the time we stop for air. Yeah. Okay. Digital decluttering. I try to live my life sort of very digitally decluttered, like, from the start. So I try to keep my files and stuff on my computer very organized. I, I literally don't keep files on my desktop mm. because everybody does. And it just becomes this like wasteland of files yeah. and you can't find anything. And like, so I try to be very organized right from the beginning. Like if I, if I install my, you know, fresh on my computer or whatever, I try to keep things very organized. Yeah. Um, and I have like on my Mac, I have like my downloads folder that tends to just be like my junk drawer. Yeah. Like when you're saving images oh, yeah. or PDFs yeah. or music from the internet or whatever, it just goes in the downloads folder and that yeah. sort of becomes, but I tend to go in every now and then and I'm like, well, I'll clean up the last, you know, couple days worth of files and get rid of these things that I was just using temporarily and blah, 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 blah. Okay. But there's still a ton of junk in there. No. But in general, I try to be very decluttered. For me, it's, it's like junk drawer and it never really ends up getting decluttered. It's more like, um, the downloads folder specifically? Yeah, the downloads folder specifically. Can I also just say, I love that we decided to do an episode in the car, and now we're driving on the most rough pavement ever. I know, but... Whoosh. And smooth. Okay. And smooth. Yeah. Yeah. So you tend you tend to have a lot of clutter on your computer? Um... Uh, I don't make the, the... Okay, so I have this folder on my desktop called miscellaneous, which is my way <laughs> of, like, not having my desktop be cluttered, but by literally just throwing everything that I wanted in my You're desktop. sweeping it under the rug. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the yeah, miscellaneous yeah. folder is your yeah. metaphorical rug. My, my miscellaneous folder is I've got a bed. I've got a bed skirt. I'm lifting the bed skirt and just, like, shoving, shoving shit stuff. under it. Right, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. That's miscellaneous. Uh, okay. Well, we're almost at the gas station. You know, I thought I thought when you brought up digital decluttering that you well, you were going to move from physical decluttering to emotional decluttering. Ooh. But that might be a totally separate topic yeah. we could dive into Ooh. on another show. Maybe that's, that's coming up at you in, like, you know, coin purse part two. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to stop for some air in the tires. So much fun. And then we'll be back. Okay. See you soon. I hope that sounded good. I know. <laughs> All right, so. We're back. We're back. We have wonderful amounts of air in the tires. We they will... are pumped up. They're good. So, let's talk about driving. 
Let's talk about driving. I, yes. I, I love driving, but I don't drive because I don't own a car. But um, when you are, like, visiting your parents or something and a car is available, you yeah, enjoy to drive? Yes, I do. And I will occasionally, if I have an excuse to, like, take somebody somewhere or pick somebody up, like, I enjoy driving. Um, I also, I also am not afraid to honk at someone, though, if they're being an asshole when they're driving. Because I can sometimes be, I, I learned to drive from my father, who's a very, um, a very cautious driver. He's very safe. Yeah. And he doesn't honk at people, mostly because he, like, somehow doesn't know how to find the horn. He okay. just, like, doesn't know where to press. And I just keep telling him it's in the middle. You just press and it goes. Yeah. But I also have picked up from different friends and, and my grandfather. Like, I will honk at someone if they're being an asshole. Like, okay, in what way? What are they doing that is making you say, like, I must honk? Like, if someone is pulling out and doesn't see you behind them or something, you, like, honk. Or if someone is, like, zipping between the lanes, you'll honk. Or, like, if they're cutting you off or something like that. You know? Okay. Any yeah. time when it's, like, you need to realize that you're being a bad driver right now. I will, and I'm going to highlight that for you. I will do a honk if, like, let's say the light were to ch- turn green. And the, I'll even give, like, a courtesy couple of seconds. Yes. To just be yeah. like, oh, maybe you're driving standard and you got to, like, gear shift and everything, right? Yeah. Like, you know, that's that's a possibility. Although most cars are automatic now. But, yeah. um, like, you know. I'll, I'll I'll give a benefit of the doubt, right? right? Uh, that's, um, that's... And then after like a couple seconds, then I'm just like, like I try and do like a short one. To me, right. like a long honk is like reserved for someone where you're just like, you are literally blocking all available ways for anyone in any direction. Like yes. I have, I would say maybe only like three or four times in my life done like a really really long honk that was literally like. Fuck! Like, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I I love the concept of, like, a long honk versus a short honk. Yeah. Because my grandfather, he will try to... He will use a honk or, like, flashing his lights to mean many different things. Okay. It could mean, like, you're being dangerous or you're being reckless. Or it could also mean, did you know that your headlights aren't on? They, and they oh, shouldn't. really? Okay, that's not going to tell anyone that, though. Like... See, but he thinks that it signals anything. Like, if he sees someone driving down the street and they don't have their headlights on and it's, like, foggy or it's nighttime or whatever, yeah. he will, like, flash his high beams at them. Okay, see, that is at least more indicative of, like, you need to do something with your lights or, hey, there's, like, a speed trap up ahead, so watch out or, yeah. like, you know. But isn't that, like, a gang thing? Flashing like, when you flash lights. your lights, someone, isn't that, like, isn't that, like, a gang initiation? Like, I don't You're, like, signaling so. that you're gonna race or something? Is it? Yeah. Oh. I don't know. Well, maybe your grandfather is trying to race with people all the time. <laughs> but yeah, he'll use... But he'll also try... Like, if he sees... If we're driving and he sees someone he knows... Yeah. Um, he'll try to, like, just lightly honk. Or, like, like just a, just a quick, quiet honk. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Mur, 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 you know, kind of yeah. like that. Like, versus, like... It's, like, the weird thing where, like, if you use, like, a thumb or a finger to try and honk... Yes. It's more of, like, a louder honk. But if you want to be, like, like, like cute little honk, you yeah. gotta kind of, like, like quick punch. Yeah, like exactly. Like, but it's, hello. like, there's no... There's yeah. no... There's no... It's not pressure sensitive. There's no, like, light honk and honk. It's just a honk. There should be a series of buttons that's, like, friendly... This like, is my nice. this is my like, concept. Literally hate you, want your car to explode. The way that but it should like, be for you not to die, but to like feel the anger. Right. Yeah. Is when your hands are at what's supposed to be ten and two. Yeah. When your hands are on the wheel, you should have under your thumbs like a loud honk button and a light honk button that you can just push, and you'll get like a like long loud honk, or you'll get like a like a, just a light like hey Fred, you know. <laughs> 
Um, speaking of like honking and just like noises like that, I love the like air horn noise, like you know, like the big like like I think that in every hip hop song. Yes, I think it is the funniest thing because it's so stupid. Like (laughs) it makes no sense. And Jamie hates it. He hates it so much. And when we're at a Raptors game, and if someone gets um, like a three, no, if they get a three pointer, right? Then they do that air horn, and it's like, meow, 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 and then I turn to him and I just go, meow, 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 meow. like yeah, I and I'm dying laughing because it's the most annoying noise ever. But it's universal. It can mean what? It can mean many things. Yeah, it could be celebratory. It's mostly celebratory, I think. Mostly, yeah. yeah. But could you imagine if your car horn was like that, like an air horn? Yeah. Well, that's like some. Have you ever seen those vines where people will have a pickup truck that has the train horn? The super loud, like they've like, <laughs> yes, they've like retrofitted their like pickup truck with a train horn. Oh, good. And God. so they'll like pull up in front of someone in the street and then just, and it's like the loudest, craziest honk. And then the person literally freaks out. Yeah, craps their pants and runs away. Yep. So, are you like, do you personally, do you think you're a uh, uh, relaxed driver? Do you get road rage? Do you like, um, I'm like somewhere in the middle. I think it really depends on my mood at the time. Right. Um, yeah, I like, I definitely think that there are people where it's like, oh my God, like, come on, like, yeah. get it moving or anything. Like, I certainly am like, oh my God, could you fucking go? Yeah. I, I have moments like that for sure. Uh, but I wouldn't describe myself as road ragey where like, in my mind, someone with road rage is someone who like, something happens and then they are like infuriated and they don't even let it go yeah like for me I'll just be like oh my god like you know like thanks dick we like cut me off and then then that's it yeah you know yeah and then I let it go two seconds later and then that's it you get it out like inside your own vehicle you curse or whatever and then you're over it yeah yeah. I would never follow someone and then like pull up next to them and just like yeah stink eye out the window oh my god no, no I will admit like I've done I've done that before as a passenger like, if somebody's being an asshole on the highway or yeah. something, or cuts you off or whatever, and then you catch up to them, yeah. and you just sort of, like, stink eye, like, glare at them out the window. I've done yeah. that before. But don't you always find it so funny that when it comes to, like, stink eye and glare, that, like, you'll, uh look at the person and then they'll look at you and you're just like how did you both how do you know to look at each other it's like they also know that they were being an asshole no no, they think you're being the asshole Uh, so then you're looking at each other and you're like what it's your fault and they're like excuse me I'm driving and you're like you're driving like a maniac yeah it's like that yeah see there needs to be a way I think there should be a way for cars to convey emotion to each other yeah like a, like a little screen on your windshield that shows emoji or something where like uh, where like if you're pissed you can just push a button on your dash and it's like an angry face emoji so I think like predecessor to this I remember like 10 years ago on like breakfast television or something they had this guy on who had like made it was like kind of like a little series of lights yeah. thing for like the back of ooh traffic yay traffic jam welcome to Toronto so fun um yeah, no, it was, like, a series of lights on, like, the back Which of your thing. Yeah, yeah, and there was, like, you had, like, a little series of buttons on your dash, and it had three things that would show up. It was, like, like you know... Happy, sad. there was No, no, one... Oh. It was, like, you know, um, 
like like sorry or like like stay back or yeah. like you know Fuck you. <laughs> um or like thanks right so if someone lets right, you in someone then you, you could like press like the thanks button and then yeah. it would light up green or something and if there was like a sorry it was like yellow and right. then if it was like you know uh like stay back then it was like red right. or something but like it said it on See, the that's, thing that's and wonderful. i was like oh that's that's interesting but if like, not a little distracting for other drivers that's but, the like, thing yeah. and like you know you might probably you might spend you might spend all the time like trying to read what's yeah. on the back and then you end up just crashing it yeah exactly you don't realize they've stopped and you rear end somebody yes yeah. exactly yeah because you're too busy reading their uh, weird little lights thing yeah now do you think that you will always be a driver or like do you think there'll be some there will come some point where like if you're living in a big city uh, that you'll just like you'll just decide to be in transit no I love having my car so much I mean if you think about um, while the subway system in Toronto is actually very good like the frequency of it is is good and it does have certainly reach a large swath of the city yeah if you know someone is also a bus ride away from a subway stop or something that can be like really frustrating it can take a long time yeah so i know for me um to go to uh soccer on like a sunday would be uh if i were to take the subway or take me about 45 minutes to get there or i can drive in 15 because yeah. i can literally just like diagonal across the like whole city yeah and so that to me is when it's like you know people are like oh why would you own a car blah 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 and it's like because I just shaved 30 minutes off each way yeah, yeah. of, like, I just gave myself an extra hour of time. Yeah. Um, no, it's funny. And, like, road trips. I, I, I enjoy road trips. Yeah. Um, my family lives outside of the city, so that would be the other thing. To have to take the GO train or something for that would be, uh, again, that takes so much more time, yeah. you know? Yeah. And then you're also beholden to a schedule, and you've got to take a bus to get to the train, to take the subway, to back home, to walk, to, like, you know. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's the only, like, public transit is, is fine, and it's very convenient, and, like, I've been doing it since I've lived in Toronto. Like, five years, six years, I've been taking public transit. Like, yeah. And it's, it's yeah, the, the biggest benefit of owning a vehicle and not having to be beholden to public transit is you save a ton of time. Yeah. Right? You can go anywhere. At the same time, I can't imagine driving down most streets in downtown Toronto. Like, just the traffic and the way that people... You've got pedestrians, you've got bikes, you've got streetcars, you've got yeah. cars, you've got people being dicks, you've got, like... Yeah. And so you have to deal with all of that. Like, that's... It, it's, it's a lot. It's intimidating. It really depends on the time, I find, you know? Like, driving in rush hour is... You know, just it, forget about it's, it. It's a commitment, you know? I also think that you have to be in the mood for what you're going to do. So, like, if you know you're driving in rush hour and that it's going to be busy, I can normally, like, zen myself into that zone. Yeah. Whereas, like, if you are expecting, like, let's say it's the middle of the day and you're expecting just, like, no traffic anywhere and then you are stuck in bumper-to-bumper -bumper traffic. Yeah. Um, that is, like infuriating to you because you're like I did not plan on this you know yeah so yeah 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 I, I don't mind public transit but like then you also have to deal with when the subway goes down or like the power is out or there's like emergency alarms act like then you're you're also beholden to like okay now I'm not getting home for two hours right yeah there yeah. was a, there was a really bad storm a couple years ago in Toronto that like flooded a bunch of the like subway stations oh God, and stuff that, yeah. it was like this crazy summer storm and it took me where I was living at the time to get from downtown where I worked to home would usually take like an hour and 15 like an hour 20 
and it took me like three and a half hours to get home that night because I had to take a bus, I took the subway and then I only got so far and then it was closed. I had to get off and I waited like half an hour for shuttle buses that never showed up. So then I walked to a different subway station, got on like a different bus that went a different route and it was just, it was insane. And like everything was busy and so that, and that happens far too often in Toronto. Like where it's just a Wednesday afternoon and I'm trying to go home and it's like, sorry, we're shut down halfway and like, and then you're screwed. Yeah. Right? So at least if you have a car or another way to go. Like, uh, my my fallback for that is walking. I'm like, yeah. you know, I'll just walk for a while. A, because it'll calm me the fuck down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And B, like, I'm not going to get anywhere any faster. The you know? only thing for me is, like, when it comes to the walk, I totally agree. Like, I will be the person who will just be like, yeah, fine, I'll walk, whatever, yeah. I don't care. Um, is if it's raining. <laughs> and then I'm like, no, yeah. I'm just going to go to Starbucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was the delightful thing about the day it flooded because I had to get off the subway and then I was like, I'm going to walk, you know, three subway stops away in the rain. Yeah. So that was oh, fun. Oh, that's delightful. I remember that day. I was like super lucky. I like left work like 15 minutes before the rain got insane. Like yeah. it was already really bad driving home, but nothing had flooded yet. Yeah. And I like just got home in the nick of time and I remember just being like yes yes Uh, seeing it all happen outside and being like this is insanity yeah that was crazy yeah that was a crazy storm so alright well we're gonna enjoy the rest of our car ride this has been fun though a nice little change purse yeah nice little coin purse totes what are your what are your driving thoughts you know Um, oh my god you know what we should quickly do what drives Oh my goodness. Okay, so like drives in the sense of like getting things done. Yeah, like, it's like how in like our our you know episode six we had uh, muscles and muscles, right. and now we have drives and drives. And drive. Okay. Yeah. So what drives me? Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. What What would you say drives you? Um. Like my car. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would say like the. Uh, like what drives me to do like work or what drives me to do like what um yeah yeah like what like yeah what drives you to do work or like what drives you to do good work like you have to or or just in general like in life what do you what are you what drives me what drives uh i like to be able to spend time with other people whether that's family or friends Mm -hmm. and so you know uh what drives me there is like I want to be able to do that, so whatever I need to do in order to facilitate that, whether that's, you know, cleaning or working or, uh, you know, working on something around the house, like, uh, that that idea of being able to spend time with others or have them over mm-hmm. is kind of like a driving factor in I that see. way. I see. Yeah. Um, I would say, like, what drives me in life is just... Is just uh, the future there's like this vision in my mind of like what what my life could be like in the future and I just want to like get there I just want to see you know I want to make sure I can achieve the things I want to achieve and and in terms of like work and doing good work like I just like I like that feeling of when you do something and you've you've got like a nice little finished product and you're like look what I made or look what I have done right yeah 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 that Getting to that point is what drives me to, like, do mm. something in the first place. What really, really drives me is, like, it sounds really, uh, 
not so great, but like praise and like you know yeah. like accolades. Like I remember uh, in school when like we were working on the, the graduating class magazine called Emerge. Um, there were so many times where it was just like oh so frustrating dealing you know with this or that or just trying to meet deadlines and everything and it's like what keeps driving you the fact that I want to be able to produce this show it to people and hopefully they respond in like the really positive so way so you were you in it for the awards yeah and the <laughs> praise you know like yeah no but it's always great like when you do something and especially when uh it comes from someone who, like, you didn't necessarily go and be like, look what I did, right? Yeah. Like, when it just comes from someone saying, hey, look look at this, like, you did really well on this, or, like, thanks for doing that, or, like, yeah. whatever, right? Yeah, wonderful. And the self-satisfaction of it, too. That's exactly. another thing that drives me, is self-satisfaction and knowing that I was able to do something exactly. in a way that, like, you know, I was pleased with or, like, impressed with. Like, yeah. wow, I'm really pleased with the way I did that. Is that the best way anyone could have ever done it? No, but... I'm pleased with the way that yeah. turned out, and that 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 drives you when you can feel satisfied. Yeah. So, I think we should do more so person a car getting coffee. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in the future. so person in a car getting air. This <laughs> for getting tires. air in the tires. Yeah, getting air in the tires. In, we'll just constantly, brackets. constantly just deflate my tires yeah. so we have an like, excuse. hey, Michael needs air. It's time for another episode of so person yeah. a car getting air yeah, in the yeah, tires. Yeah, exactly. Ah, uh, so fun. So fun. So purse. So um, purse. Well, okay, so everyone, you know the usual means to contact us. You can find us on Twitter at so purse. Is it? Yeah, it's just at, at, so, so at so purse. Yeah, at so purse. At so purse. You can find us on Instagram at so purse podcast, on Facebook, we're facebook.com slash so purse. And uh, you can also email us so purse podcast at gmail.com. And apparently now you can possibly just find us driving around in Michael's car. Yeah. I have an orange car, so it's really distinguishable. So if you see us, just wave. Yeah. And maybe honk. Yeah. <laughs> right? Just a light honk. Though. A light honk, yeah. Make sure <laughs> if it sounds too aggressive, we're not going to be your friend. No. Um, and then you can also visit our website at soapurspodcast.com. Until next time. Bye, bye gal. gal.